Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Raglan. Hey, V. Hi, C. How are you? I'm pretty good. Hi, How are C. you? Hi, C. Like Whoa. a delicious drink. I'm a beverage. Has that happened to you before? No, no one has ever done that. Really? Yep. Just wow. call me. I, I want the nickname Ecto Cooler now. Oh, you got it, buddy. Thanks. Anything for you. I heard it. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for coming to the show. We're really, so really fun you. guest today. You might not be aware of him yet, but you will be. Yeah. Um, he's really, really funny and charming. And he's an and great. improviser and a sweetheart, and he's amazing. Uh, so before we get to that, just a little bit of housekeeping, and then uh, we'll get started. Yeah. Uh, we uh, are in the LA Podfest again. We, we're so excited. Yep. Uh, it is September 26th to the 28th at the Sofitel Hotel in Beverly Hills. Uh, our show, uh, we have a date, is Saturday, the 27th at 4 o'clock p.m. in mm-hmm. the Hollywood Sunset Room. Uh, A.K.A. the Sweet Zone. Yeah, there you go. Uh, not quite sure who our guests are going to be at. We're working on it. But it's exciting. It will be fun our last year. of brainstorms are good. Yeah, last mm-hmm. year we did the TGIF show from there with Reginald Bell Johnson and all those kids. So It was awesome. Uh, it was great. So we're going to put together something really fun. Uh, so come and see us. There's lots of other great, amazing podcasts in the festival. WTF, uh, JV Club, Dana Gould Hour. Probably your favorite podcast. Yeah, there. a bunch of great stuff. So you can buy a three-day pass or a single-day pass if you just want to come see us on Saturday. They all vary in prices, but yeah. it's pretty reasonable. Uh, and everybody hangs out in Hobnob, so you get to meet a lot of your favorite podcasters and the guests and stuff. So uh, I really recommend it. It's really a fun time. I can't wait. Uh, if you want to buy your tickets, they kind of track these links and stuff. So uh, buy, them, us. buy them through us. Uh, go to popmyculturepodcast.com slash podfest, P-O-D-F-E-S-T. Yep. That'll uh, redirect to a uh, ticket link uh, and buy them from there if you would. We'd love it. And then they'll know, oh, you were sent over here by Pop My Culture. Yep. And we'll definitely be there hanging out. We'll have uh, our t-shirts there as well if mm-hmm. you want to pick one of those up. Uh, they're nice and soft and great. And, and I'm starting a new line of thongs that we'll have ready by then. Let me see your thongs. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, so, yeah. So come on and check it Cisco out. Cisco wasn't doing anything, yeah. so he's helping us with these new PMC thongs. Yep. We're calling them Game of Thongs. <laughs> uh, so please come out. Uh, also, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. It's easy. You just go to iTunes, write up why you love it, and then click the five star. Unfortunately, there's a glitch on iTunes, so any other star rating won't work right now, <laughs> so you just have to click five star, or nice. you wasted your time. Nice try. Uh, so yeah, come on by. Uh, mm-hmm. Leave us something. We'd love it. Uh, also, you can email us. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all. We'll reply to them all. Um, In a timely-ish fashion. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a little bit of uh, like child raising going on here, so uh, sometimes it's a little sometimes Sometimes I write back, and it's been like three weeks, and I feel like, oh, the person doesn't remember. They like randomly send an email. Right. But usually we have a nice back and forth after you've already written, so it's really great to hear from you, and please keep it up. And big thanks to Rick. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Listeners. It's so fun. We do this thing sometimes. Not every episode. Actually, we're not doing it this one, but we do it a lot uh, where we do a build a movie with our guests where we all kind of go around and like pretend that we're building the ultimate movie of some certain genre. It's really yeah. silly and stupid and fun. Uh, and Rick has been making some movie posters for those. Rick is good at Photoshop and yep. having a good sense of humor. And he's made two of the po- the movie posters, and they're so funny. Yeah, I Typhoon love Water City as a poster, and uh, <laughs> boobs, was it? Ice bears. boobs, ice bears, boobs, ice bears, ice boobs. boobs. Yeah, 
from uh, Skeet Ulrich yeah, in Amelia's episode. is great. So thank you, Rick. And any of you guys, if you want to take a stab at anything you hear on there, we always love to get some art. Yeah, it's stuff. so fun. Yeah, so just email us and uh, or tweet at us tweet anything. at PMC Podcast. We're also on Facebook, Pop My Culture on there. So uh, come find us. Come find us. Yeah, guys. So let's uh, – oh, also, uh, one that we can't forget this. We're listener-supported. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't forget this. <laughs> yeah. God Occasionally, help us. we have a straight sponsor, but for the most part, it's your donations that help us do this. There are costs to do this. Yeah. We got to pay for our web hosting services and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So it helps to uh, take care of those costs, so we can keep doing this. It really does. Uh, so if you want to support us, you can go to our website, which is potmyculturepodcast.com, and there's a little donate button. Yep. And if you donate, we give you a shout out on a future podcast. We just did a podcast a couple days ago, so uh, we'll be doing ours next episode as well. So not yeah. this one, but uh, stay tuned for that if you've donated recently. Yeah, they're coming, baby. Yep. Uh, let's do this, shall we? I'm excited. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Yay! Our guest today, well, he plays Richard, a fairly incompetent aide to Selena mm-hmm. on HBO's Veep. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Richardson is here. Hello. Hi, for- Sam Richardson. Hi. Hi. I'm Vanessa glad to Michael. have you. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I just realized the bad side. So I offered you a Coke Zero. I'm having a Coke Zero. I've never done this in a podcast. Oh, yeah. There's well, going to the be some, are happening. some belches are going to be coming through. Oh, no. I burp a lot if I drink soda. I Well, I burp a lot, period. Oh. So this is brag. just going Yeah, you know, humble brag. I heard you were humble, but no. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, just a, I'm just a burp. So I, I think I, I've learned to, like, you know, control my Swallow burps. Swallow a burp. It's like my mutant power. I'm not so good at it. I don't have any mutant powers. That's okay. I'm just Thanks. drinking water right now, guys. I can't join Burp Talk. Sorry. We'll, the worst. we'll talk to you in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite thing about burping? I mean, I guess it's the way the air just comes out. Yeah, mine too. Well, we have sound. so much in common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's we'll your favorite thing about car. <laughs> breathing? I did actually have a normal Pepsi on the way here. So oh, I was like, guys, I'll do I'll do all the all the calories for you guys. Perfect. I'll take care Thank of you. them. I'll yeah. ingest yeah. them. And we and just all the cancerous, exactly. sugar-free substances or whatever. I wish I just liked the taste of the sugarless sodas, but I just don't. Like yeah. it just tastes like aluminum to me. I don't know. It's I don't like it. Like I just got got into it. Like I uh, for a long time I was like, well, no uh, diets, no way. I'm just gonna deal with the sugar. And then I I think I tricked myself with uh, Coke Zero Cherry. Oh yeah, because that is like the Coke Zero is like already like on the ooh you can't taste it side, but then the cherry just like completely masks it, so I could you be. You want to know the most delicious drink in the world? Yes, I do. Any cheap red wine and Coke Zero cherry. <laughs> well, you just opened up a whole new world. <laughs> you can put it. You can get all the supplies at any Seven Eleven, and then you can put it in a big gulp cup and just go about your day. I, mean, I haven't that's... had it, but I'm going to go ahead and say disagree. <laughs> If you like sangria, how'd you discover this? You'll uh, just like didn't wash a cup. It's just like in the yeah. French Revolution when they accidentally mixed chocolate and peanut butter when he wanted chocolate and snails. Um, it was a commercial wow. for Reese's peanut butter wow. cups. I was like, this is chocolate like, and peanut wow. butter or chocolates and snails. Uh, no, no, it's just like a young mom's week moment of weakness. It's like <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pour this in that and see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> Right, it's like one of those day. <laughs> one of those like those potions you make when you're a kid. You're just oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna put some pop, some uh, some coke in here, and I'll put some water, some ketchup. And <laughs> yeah, maybe the good. maybe the, the brain trust of these companies are like eight year old kids, <laughs> exactly. and they're like, like here's a bunch suits. of flavors, just do, just do whatever. They're sitting there. Hey like, Billy, I dare you to drink this. It's <laughs> coke and vanilla with zero calories. Sure. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> no calories? Okay, cool. My mom said I should stop watching my weight. <laughs> what did you guys call it when you used to mix a lot of sodas at the machine? Did you have a name for the... Uh, I call them potions. Potions. That's what I call them. I don't know what, like... I like that. Yeah. I called it eagle juice. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I don't know why. I think... Maybe it was evil juice that somebody else said, but I didn't hear that they said evil juice. you're ju- just like yeah. super patriotic as yeah. a child. Eagle juice. Eagle juice. For my country. I, <laughs> I think I just went like, watch out, y'all. I'm going to fuck up a bevy. <laughs> Classic baby call. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, unfortunately, I mean, we're having fun already, but yeah. uh, it feels weird to not talk about this run of pop culture podcast, and this has only been two days since yeah. this happened. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams, one of the greatest entertainers ever, yeah. uh, took his own life a couple days ago. Uh, severely depressed, and um, it's just—it's a real, real, real tragedy and a real shame. And the—I yeah. mean, not just the comedy community, but as actors, comedians, everyone, especially—is it seems like this is the hardest hitting one I can remember happening. And I mean, we've lost so many great performers in a lot of different ways, but I've never seen so many articles written and right. so many like articles not about the person's life, but about depression and about you know like how you can help and how you can respond and everyone this is a real testament to his life i feel like i found out i was on vacation so i was tapped off from like my phone and everything but i had wi-fi for a minute and i just um logged onto facebook and every every story i didn't know he had died and none of the things were saying he had died but i just kept reading memories of robin williams like every young comic it seems like in la has the time that he was at their show. He got on stage. He said mm-hmm. words of encouragement. Or he was backstage acting like one of the guys. Like, the stories that are coming out are not just stories of what a you know amazing magnetic performer he is, which everyone knows. But, like, right. what a nice... Yeah, he was a real nice sweetheart. I mean, I, I witnessed a lot of that firsthand because, you know, I, I yeah. started my comedy career in the Bay Area. I still do it. I run as a sketch fest up there. Um, and he came to the very first one ever when we were in the tiny Shelton Theater um, just to watch the show. I think it was Meehan Brothers and Casper Hauser, um, two local troops. I think he knew Mike Meehan a little bit. And so he came just to watch the show. And I remember he went and bought it concessions because, you know, we were doing everything. We were running around running the concession booth and everything, too. And my wife was working concessions, and he bought, like, a Diet Coke and tipped $5 or something yeah. nice on top of it. Yeah. Um, and he was just really sweet and great. And then throughout the years, he would always pop into the festival he sometimes he would do shows as a surprise guest, but more often than not, he just would come in to watch stuff and laugh. And then he would always go backstage and be really encouraging to people. And of course, they were like beyond yeah. thrilled to meet him. Um, and that's one thing that was like you know where other people meet their heroes and their heroes fall short. You know, they end up being you know really brisk with them or not encouraging or ignore them or whatever. Like Robin always took the time to talk to them and be encouraging and like would dissect their sets or whatever would yeah. come back and like oh that was so funny this thing and this punchline and like this whole thing and you would just see these people light up and then a lot of them have continued their careers in comedy Britannic which is this major web guys yeah. that have blown up and you know they have a show in development now and all yeah. sorts of other stuff they did their very first live show ever at Sketchfest and Robin came and talked to them afterwards and they, you know that's one of the things that they talk about mm-hmm. um, so just the fact that he was so generous and so great and so wonderful like i think we almost kind of took him for granted in a sense in the barrier like he was just he was comedy in san francisco in a lot of ways i just thought he'd always be around and uh yeah it just really feels like we lost one of our own which is just really 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 sad yeah Yeah, for sure like and and like i think maybe what the a big part of the impact is that it seemed to have come like just out of left field Mm -hmm. you know because like you see he of course like a lot of stand-up dealt with 
uh, you know, his depression and like and addiction. his addiction. addiction. Yeah. But you know, uh, it, it, he also seemed like such like a, be- uh, a source of energy and like a beam yeah. of, of you, you know this positive uh, light and force that just to to, to have him uh, pass. Instantly, you yeah. know, whereas like not that there was no public decline, no public there was decline, no, yeah. none of that. It was just uh, there, and then. I mean, funny. it feels so. It is so tragic, but it feels so like intensely like. I mean, he's so beloved in so many ways, and then you just, it sort of. I mean, it just hurts to think about how much pain that person right. has been fighting for so long to be, to be at a great point in your career and at uh-huh. a great point, like everyone loves you and. I mean, it, it's so heartbreaking to think of the intensity of, like, that disease. Right. And how alone that person must have felt when everybody, you know, every, like, he was obviously giving his light to everybody. Yeah, every exactly. time he saw people. And it was, must yeah. have been such a struggle. And he was so good about, like, I mean, you just read story after story of, like, you know, he and Christopher Reeve were, like, oh, roommates at Juilliard. Oh and, like, he was there for him when he was in the hospital and all sorts yeah. of stuff. And just came in, like, Patch Adams style yep. to cheer him up and that kind of thing. And, and yeah. this, he was so good at that for so many people. And it's just a real tragedy that no one was able to do that for him. You know, like, I don't even right. know if people really knew. Um, well, I think it is. I mean, a lot of the articles you're seeing are, like, depression and comedy mm-hmm. and things like that. But... Whenever the comment about somebody, because, you know, in his life, I feel like everybody would be like, oh, my gosh, he's he's just a force. He's unstoppable. His energy is manic. Like, I can't even hear those things ever without thinking, like, well, there is a opposite side of that coin. Like, that doesn't come on its own. That has never come on its own. Like, that kind of energy. And it's a wall, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a gift in a lot of ways. But you... You don't have that kind of force without there being like an extreme flip. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I mean, performers in general, especially comedians, like often have a lot of social issues or are very introverted off stage. Or funny, yeah, yeah, and they use that pain to influence their comedy or whatever. But you know, there's like a lot of bipolarness. There's a lot of just night and day difference when the onstage persona versus the backstage persona, and a lot of especially stand-ups too, where you go out there and you bomb more than you succeed when you're trying to work material. Mm -hmm. You have to have a really thick skin and be able to get through that. But then a lot of comedians are like the neediest, most like mm-hmm. neurotic people in the world. And a lot of people just don't realize a lot of the stuff that's going on there. Well, right. I mean, there's, there's something about uh, the idea of, of uh, choosing a career where you're like, listen to me, listen to what I have to say. Yep. Look, 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 look at me, look at me. I'm, I'm doing this. Yes. Right. You know? <clears throat> uh, so th- there's, there's both sides of it. Right. Cause like the idea is like, I have a lot to say and I can't entertain you, but also the, you know, we as like performers and comedians also, want to find a, a way to be heard and like an yeah. avenue to like express ourselves well it's yeah. the biggest mix especially in stand-up i think of like ego and self-hatred because uh-huh. and it's like nourishing your self-hatred a lot of times because right. so many times what people become famous for is the thing they hate most about themselves and making right. fun of it right. which is like a coping mechanism <laughs> until it is your whole self. Exactly. Like, it yeah. becomes so much bigger than you, you know? And I think that's why it's almost more shocking with Robin Williams because that wasn't what he built his comedy on. Yeah. Like, he touched on those things, but his performances and, you know, he was... It's crazy. Like, I'm sure everybody, you know, you look through his filmography and you're like, that man 
did everything and how many memories do you have like I have some of my most visceral like theater memories of like coming out of this movie or that movie Mm -hmm. and it's you know it's from like as a kid like the genie and Aladdin all the way to present day but like Mm -hmm. from the like Dead Poet Society I mean all these things that made you feel so many emotions yeah it's just incredible like how Mrs. Doubtfire you know yes like that speech at the end of Mrs. Doubtfire where he's you know talking about puppets yeah yeah that touched so many people and like like everybody who was like going through a divorce or children of divorces at that time that was him sitting down and talking yeah to them in a way that most parents couldn't figure out how to explain to their kids and it came out of a movie that like a lesser performer it would have been just like a movie that the gimmick is just a person doing drag and drag exactly. you know what I mean exactly. and it, it would have been Big Mama's house exactly yeah, right. and it like transcends it on a level that you've fallen in love with that woman that he's mm-hmm. playing yeah. and the performance that she gives is like as good as a performance he would give I mean just yeah. so well, much that's what a lot of people like I think he finally earned respect as a dramatic actor, but it took a long time. And he's yeah. really good as a dramatic actor. Yeah. Like you forget about like when people start to change their image and do things. Like for example, like Bruce Willis when he was going to do Die Hard, everybody's like, "What? Bruce what? Willis? The dude's a clown. Like yeah. he's, he's a comedian. Like how can you be an action star?" And then all he could do were action movies mm-hmm. for twenty years after that. And then when he started to get back into comedies, people were like, "What? Bruce yeah. Willis in a comedy? But he's right. an action star." Yeah. Like you kind of forget that. And I feel like with Robin now, like. He totally shed the thing of like him being, you know, a stand up trying to act or whatever. He was anything. He right. was everything. Yeah. He was everything. He was I amazing. Mean, like, you go back to like Fisher King. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Brilliant. Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, I mean, like. Vietnam. I. It just is so sad because what a treasure. And I do feel like almost overlooked because we just sort of expected him to be around forever and ever. Yeah. He wasn't old or ailing or having like public battles with these addictions. Yeah. And so it did just feel like. It feels like finding out about a friend, and I've not had like a celebrity death really hit like that. And I think that most most people haven't. That's why it's it feels so personal because yeah, yeah you've seen him live. You know, like right. how many of us had like a moment with him or something? But you just assume like he's going to be a legend forever and around until he's eighty mm-hmm. and or older. You know? Yeah. So well, he's like fun. the icon of our generation. Yeah. Or one yeah. of them. You know, like other people have passed because they're older that were like the generations above us. Mm-hmm. And we respected them and watched their stuff, but it didn't hit as hard. This really feels like, wow, like our icon, one of our icons yeah. is gone. Yeah. Who like guided your childhood. And honestly, like his films did kind of grow up with you. Like Phillips. there is the animated stuff and the Mrs. Doubtfire and everything. But Fern like the Gully. Oh, Betty Coda. Oh, my gosh. And then he did some amazingly smart, tough choices in films, too. He would do mm-hmm. indies that were weird, like One Hour Photo. One hour photo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Being Super Human, creepy. which a lot of people forget uh-huh. about. Um, I mean, he would have bit parts, unbuild cool parts, like in Dead Again. Um, there's a movie called The Secret Agent, which is that Joseph Conrad novel thing. He plays like this bomb maker. Like it was just huh. like really dark role for him. It was really amazing. Like he just he would take these chances and do these things. You know, yeah. yeah he would do mainstream comedies a lot too. But he would sure. also like for every mainstream comedy, he would go and do some indie. Um, yeah. It's pretty amazing. And the statements that people like his family have released, the word that I think is the most commonly across them is gentle, which sort of breaks my heart. Like yeah. everyone just talked about what a gentle soul he was and gentle person. And it's so sad to think that like in some way, you know, the like kind of voracious appetite for people to be like beyond Robin, beyond mm-hmm. was like draining that person. It's yeah. so, so sad. Yeah, you didn't get a lot of Rob Williams was a dick stories. Like you no. didn't see no. those surfacing. It was mostly like this guy was amazing and he'll be missed, yeah. which he will be. Yeah, yeah. truly. 
Um, um, well, so yeah, that started out in a bummer, but family, yeah, yeah, he's amazing. So thanks, Robin, for everything you did for comedy. And I know that you inspired me for sure, uh, being in the Bay Area, especially in a lot of other scrappy Bay Area comics that keep going with it. Yeah. So yeah. good job, buddy. And anybody that needs help, just ask for it. Yeah. I mean, it's being said everywhere, but it's so true. It's like just really sad. Well, let's go from something amazing and sad to something just stupid and oh, great. petty because that's, that's what we like what to discuss. We do. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, um, I need to feel better. So after <laughs> my, my diet coke buzzes off. After uh, you talk about that, of course, you want to transition to the Kardashians. Oh my god, I think that. <laughs> We might go to hell for that. Yeah. So, all right. So, here's what's going on with the Kardashians. Of course, they're about to film season 10 of the Of course, first season you say. 10. <laughs> season 10, guys. Season Let's take a moment. 10. Take a breath. Season 10 of their reality show. Mm. I put a question mark on it because show? it's not really reality. Show. Yeah, reality, <laughs> reality show. show. 10. Uh, however, the, the three ladies, uh, Courtney, Chloe, and Kim, mm-hmm. are refusing to do season 10 until the thieves are caught who are robbing them. They believe it's somebody working on the show. An inside job. So a bunch of their jewelry has been stolen from their different places, uh-huh. uh, totaling. Oh, there's like Courtney's lost about eight or fifty-four thousand dollars worth of stuff, and Chloe two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of jewelry and things. My goodness, um, which is four minutes at a club for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But they re- they think it's an inside job, so they refuse to work on it until it's caught. But the the kicker here is that they want everybody on the crew to take lie detector tests. Okay. <laughs> So Can we all just say, like, you know, you guys are right. It probably was an inside job. There's no way to keep you safe. So I think the show has to stop. Yeah, forever. maybe that's this is what to protect you. Right. Exactly. Here's my message to the thieves: Keep doing this. Exactly. You're heroes. You're keeping <laughs> us off the air. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, those people! I forgot we don't have cable, and I um, when I was on vacation, I was clicking on the hotel TV, and mm-hmm. it was like those women are everywhere. 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 Like, on the news. Yeah. This is not okay. (laughs) We've got to make... I thought it was sort of relegated to some gossip corner of the world. They have infiltrated everything. Exactly. They've they've just made their way in. Like, I think one of them's doing, like, the weather now. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sorry things were stolen. There was another story about that, about a, like, very wealthy woman. Did you guys hear about that? Mm -hmm. She, like... Famously rich Floridian, I believe, um, who was at one point Miss Universe or something. She has a closet that she's gone on TV bragging about, a um, 3,500 square foot closet. It's like a house. You know, it's like a Barbie mansion, but it's just her closet. Someone stole this closet. Somebody broke into the closet after she'd been on the news bragging about her closet. Well, I mean. Come (laughs) on. Someone, like, used an umbrella and broke in and took, you know. A bag that was worth thirty thousand dollars. Was like don't have a bag. One of those it. movies where it's like uh, like a bunch of cat burglars. Like, what's our next heist going to be? Right. And then, like one of them's like here on TV. Channel Ten. Yeah. I think the answer is right in front of us. <laughs> and then the, Let's go. And then the police surround it. Come out of the closet. <laughs> Put down the sweaters <laughs> and the heels. <laughs> uh, I don't know well, why. It just seems like a sort of morality tale of if you are. Making all your money and shoving your money in everyone's face constantly, and yep. then somebody like you can't be 
totally shocked when someone's yeah. like, remember yeah, when exactly. you did it? When you publicly the said, I have all these things. Closet, <laughs> exactly. yeah. I'm like, you while there are starving stuff. people everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, speaking of Kardashians, I was at Outside Lands this past weekend oh, yeah. because we co-programmed the Barbary tent there, um, which was fun. Like, um, improvised Shakespeare, Sir Patrick Stewart showed up mm-hmm. and improvised with them. Oh, that was that's so yeah. cool. pretty amazing. It was cool. But uh, one of the headliners on Friday night was Kanye West, and I was like, oh, I got to check this out out of curiosity. And uh, it was as train wrecky as I thought it would really? be. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he constantly interrupts himself. He oh, would get boy. two verses in a sign and be like, no, cut that, cut that, cut that. Okay. And then he would start, like, just rallying about something. Mostly it was yeah. like, y'all don't respect me. There's stuff Are in the news. Are you serious? Yeah. There's, like, Man. stuff in the news. Like, everybody's trying to tear me down. Like, a lot of that, right? Like, while, this, while he was still auto tuned. Wait, this Man. is at the concert? While he was still auto tuned. Yeah. You guys are trying to keep me man. Yeah, take much. me seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept like he did like he kept doing it like he he did it, like five or six times. You could tell the crowd was like, just do a song, do get songs, through. Man. And like he at one point he was like he's like cut that cut that. Uh, I'll make a circle, make a circle. I want a circle, make a circle. Back up, make a circle. I want a circle. Let's make some circles, make a circle. Let's do some trust building exercises. And he right? go back into it, and then he'd be like, "Cut that, cut that." Like we need a bigger circle. Like what are you trying <laughs> like, to do, what dude? Is the, like, end game here. You got what sixty thousand people crowded up trying to see you. Bizarre person. And yeah. he was wearing like this mask that was like a mirror ball mask over his face. Like and Destro. the cameras that were on him, yeah, just like Destro. Like, uh, all the cameras that were on him were like thermal, like predator view cameras. So like you couldn't really ever. <laughs> see him at one point like three songs then he took the mask off and then just stood there defiantly yeah not you know getting applause soaking it in just uh, defiant like stop yeah. applauding that you know? <laughs> but you, people were like leaving in droves too, oh really because i think they were just like what is this <laughs> yeah and uh yeah it was just bad and and he did that thing which makes me crazy, which is like, do my job for me. I'm going to leave lots of pauses and then like put, and put the, mic out, the mic out to the audience. And then you can fill in the stuff. And yeah. I'll feel so excited that you know the words to my song. Yeah, yeah that was happening a lot. But you guys aren't respecting me. By but, 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 but all the cut words. that, cut that. Y'all don't even sing that right. <laughs> right. Like when he was just doing told, uh, We're trying to do a circle and sing. It's hard. It's like, a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> he was doing Runaway, and he'd be Build like, the pyramid. Let's, let's have a toast for the. Like, and I, I a don't, toast for the. I'm just coming here to see you. I've never. For the, yeah. <laughs> like, and a toast for the. I would lo- I'd, I'd love to know who we're toasting. Like, I'm, I don't know the songs that well. <laughs> what? Just, just maybe, uh, maybe you guys passed out some like pamphlets with the words on them. I, I didn't get one. I didn't get one. <laughs> I'm a little, I feel a little out of place. He just, he just did that so much. It's just like it would be, it's funny because he would start getting a little momentum and the song would be going all right. Like he sounds okay, you know. Yeah. And then it, it, people would be starting to get back into it. And then no, no, cut that. It's like oh, oh weird. Come I didn't on. Know he did shit like that. I mean, oh yeah, he does. And I, he he did Bonnaroo, which is put on by similar like producers as, as SNL and stuff or whatever. And it was it, it, that got a lot of flack too. Oh, well, yeah. how doesn't um, this make more news? Like. Isn't that a very bad job of doing your well, job? Exactly, that's your job, right? Your job is to entertain people. Like I understand, like the idea of like an artist who's like, no, what I need to create is so important. Yeah, sure, fine. But I'll like it. when it comes to like you, you, you tell people an audience come see me perform this show and pay me a lot of money pay me a lot to of money it. to do this show. Then that's and then you're your like, job, you know what? Y'all man. don't even respect. No, we paid for the show. We're like, here. Yeah, to- exactly. You, you're being quiet enough. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh. yeah, it was just like, come on, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Kanye, so Kanye. So Kanye. Like, I, I don't remember what show he was on. It was a radio show where he was like, he's like trying to get his shoe made. Uh, Nike, Nike wouldn't like uh, let him make shoes, and he's like, you see, 
They won't let me do anything. I want to make shoes. I'm trying to make clothes. And then they say, see, I'm not rich. They want people. If, <laughs> I, and he said, he like said this, like, if, look, look, I control black people. If I say, if I get on the, if I get on the radio and say, black people, don't shop at Dolce Gabbana. Dolce Gabbana's going to take a hit. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm like, like on the, the <laughs> Kanye, like, don't do things list. I control black people. I, is a I good mean, he didn't Kanye say quote. his. He didn't say the, the words exactly. I want exactly. it to be so but bad. He, but, he, but he did say, like, watch this. Black people, don't shop at this. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not going to shop there because it's expensive. It's but really like, overpriced. You know, you're not like Lion-O and like, we're <laughs> <laughs> not the, oh, Sir Kanye needs us. And then like, we all just like show up in droves. To whatever Wimby has, such a funny ego. It, I wow. mean, ridiculous. Don't shop at Bob Smith's mom and pop <laughs> store on the corner of Fifth and. Oh, Kanye, oh, please no, don't. Please Kanye, don't. We really Kanye, come, come on, come on, Kanye's, please. <laughs> We're barely keeping up afloat. <laughs> well, don't give me free hardware. I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to invent a hammer. Exactly. These people won't let me make my double-sided hammer. <laughs> you can hammer two things at once. It's brilliant. It's like, like this. It, it's not a great idea. These people won't let me get McNuggets before 10.30 a.m. <laughs> Black people, don't shop at McDonald's. Good luck, man. Good luck. You've gone too far, Kanye. You've gone too far. You can't. The people are revolting. <laughs> McDonald's over Kanye any day. Save the people. Oh, Kanye. Did you guys... Did see uh, little Noah Ritter, the redheaded oh kid who has apparently never been on live television before? Have you seen no. this video? Oh, it's, video. it's pretty great. It's this little kid. He's like five. He's at a fair. Um, and they're just like just some reporter who has the shit job of going down there to like, you know, get, <laughs> hey, sound see how people are enjoying the fair. <laughs> Don't worry about the riots down on whatever street. Let's go get the fair kid. thing. Um, it's this little chubby redheaded kid who like like she gives him she holds the mic up to him and he like takes it. So he's like got the microphone. Yeah. He's like and, and he uses the word apparently over and over and over As again. If it's just like really or um. Right. Well, apparently, apparently I've never been on live team with Phoebe before. Apparently uh, <laughs> having a great time here. Apparently my dad never lets me watch this news show because apparently uh, he watches his news and then apparently I don't get the remote till after Powerball. <laughs> like, how, how, did you, uh, how did you enjoy uh, the thrill ride? Apparently it was good. <laughs> it was scary. Apparently there were drops. Yeah, it was like apparently you go around and around. Apparently it makes you feel funny. So cutest kid in the That's world. That's pretty adorable. I mean, I guess not the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> and they did like a follow-up story with him, which is pretty funny too. Oh, I didn't and, see that. And he's like, uh, I don't know what apparently means. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I've just heard the word. My mom uses it. So. Now, who is that journalist who got the truth out of him right. on that one? That's the hard Follow-up story. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Noah. We take you. Find the scenes with the apparently kid. I can't wait to see that. I hope that it stops for him there, though. Yeah. Well, he's already said, like, I don't. Uh, want to do this anymore? <laughs> Apparently, I uh, don't like live TV. Uh, <laughs> it's just like him it's like him in his backyard, that. like going on a slide and stuff. It's like oh. yeah. one of the most kid-like oh. things. Good job. Apparently, my career in news journalism has come to a close. I believe it was Robert Frost who apparently said. It's pretty adorable. And, of course, yeah. it's been, like, auto-tuned and, and, like, all sorts of shit. Well, I haven't like, seen it's, all that. It's gotten the full internet treatment. Yeah. Oh, internet, you do your thing. You know what I mean? Take it. It's yours now. And you know that, like, ten years from now, when we're on our 7,000th episode, we'll have Noah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the apparently kid. <laughs> 
Apparently, oh. I've gone through a Great Depression. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Apparently, nobody would let me live that down. Uh, yeah. Apparently, I'm selling hot dogs on the <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt says apparently. Caps says apparently. That's all I've got, apparently. Go to apparently.com and get some of my merch. It would really help me out. <laughs> apparently, my rent is unpaid. <laughs> oh, baby Noah. No, baby Noah. I'm sure he's going to have a wonderful life. Yeah. Uh, the rent on his mansion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apparently. What a kid. Uh, you know, we haven't talked about this yet, but I'd love to. Weird Al uh, finally oh, yeah. has a number, a number one, one billboard topping album. Al, congratulations, I've buddy. Been solid. Congratulations. So cool. So great. He was our 100th episode guest. Yeah. And he oh, was, really? Yeah, he was amazing. Like, the sweetest guy. Super great. And, you know, what he's he's been doing his niche for ever since the early 80s and this is technically his last studio album like it's the last one on his contract that he's had for a long time so i think after this everything will be independently produced which is cool yeah um but yeah like and it's finally number one and he really was like floored by the fact that it did that which is so great yeah and nobody else does what he does and it's amazing that it went from like him being like you had to be kind of like oh yeah i like i like weird al don't tell anybody right you know for like the longest time when you're growing up or whatever and now it's like, yeah, I like Weird Al. And everybody's like, I like Weird Al, I too. Like, Weird Al. totally cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because we live in this amazing time now where anything that is sort of, like, goofy, nerdy, weird it's is, like, embraced. it's cool to like it. Yeah. I love Thank that you God. think it's an amazing time. I do. It's so <laughs> I would great. agree with that. Absolutely. It's so great. Because, like, you're allowed to like shit that uh-huh. you weren't before. And, like, and, and even, like... At the level of high school and things like that, too. You're still going to have your clicks. I think it goes too far, though. Because I think this... Not in Weird Al, at any way. I I think he deserves all the accolades and everything. But I do think that people have started to allow their, like... I don't even like the word. Their geek interests to take place of a personality. Like, I feel like it's gone out of control now. People can... Like, I mean, as soon as Guardians came out, people are getting tattoos of, like, the raccoon on their body. Right, and, like, like, nobody knew who yeah, Rocket come on, was man. Right. But it's, like, <laughs> geek cachet. So I wish there was a middle ground where we could all just like things, but we didn't have to say, my personality is... Well, like, I think that's that's going to happen, like, once it's, like, it's been made okay to, like, do something, they basically, gonna, like, take to the streets and just, like, basically nerd riot yeah. out. Yeah. And like, <laughs> my God, look at this! I can- <laughs> <laughs> well, you hear these things like, like Comic Con and stuff, where people who are on shows or whatever, people walk up to them and show them the tattoos of, you yeah. know, like, yeah. here's uh, Jake and Finn from Adventure Time, John DiMaggio, I'm all over my back, <laughs> yeah. like that kind of stuff all the time, which is like, I'm sure very humbling and cool, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, oh, dude, Man, you like that now? Yeah. That's, for, that's forever. Yeah. Like, I had a friend in college back in the 90s oh, who had a tattoo of Wacko from Animaniacs <laughs> on his shoulder. Nah, I would love that. And that's cool. Like, I, at the time, I was like, that's so rad but like you're gonna have to explain that to your grandkids exactly are, are you cool with that like if you're gonna love this 10 years from now because this is like when Animaniacs was but on that is, right. that is a good cartoon to go down with it's cool it's still but I would almost be like I love Animaniacs let's see if I love Animaniacs in 10 years and if I still do then maybe I'll Cole commit has no tattoos also like versus <laughs> right now this is the coolest show yeah. like yeah. season 1 of Lost you're like Lost is amazing <laughs> like right but by season 5 <laughs> if you had a hatch and Desmond on your shoulder <laughs> you like, might yeah. have been like why did I do that <laughs> I had a friend with a huge Weezer tattoo that I always felt that way about like oh yeah I mean I like Weezer but I mean yeah I love Weezer you don't need a huge tattoo about it I had a friend who uh, got tattoos. His, his, his idea was, uh, you know, you regret tattoos 
uh, eventually. So I'm just going to get tattoos that I regret immediately. Oh, nice. And so he got like a bucket of chicken ah. and like in sync. Oh. <laughs> and like just these tattoos that like from these, like from the get go, I want to just automatically regret these tattoos. That is yeah. well, a wonderful like that, person. In, in, in We're the Millers, which you were in, I am in there. there's uh, Scotty P or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's like the breakout <laughs> character from that movie. It killed yeah, me. But he has the no regrets tattoo and regrets yeah. is spelled wrong. <laughs> oh God, I love it so much. That kid is amazing. That kid is great. And all the outtakes and stuff too all the stuff that he would, he would oh, improvise yeah. like killed it like that guy I can't I, don't, I need to learn his name or we gotta get him on the show because he was amazing yeah. Scotty yeah. P uh, so you were in that playing a TSA agent I, which for some reason you're good at they seem to love you playing TSA agents I, 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 like, I, I play a TSA agent on Arrest Development and in We're the Millers so basically, I like to say that I'm, I was like trying to become the new Reginald Vell Johnson, and just <laughs> oh be like, yeah, because he was a cop in yeah in everything, in everything, everything. Perfect Strangers, Family Matters, Die Ghostbusters, Die, Die Hard. Hard. He yeah. just like had a yeah. police officer's uniform, and they'd be like, "You on the street?" <laughs> and it's like, "I guess I'll do it." Sure, <laughs> again, I know how to do this one. <laughs> but like, and I'm, at, I'm at the uh, at the airport and stuff, and I'm like. I wonder if anybody recognizes me. Like, I, I played one of you guys at the. Ah, no, never. I'll just go through. I'll just go through. I'll just beep, beep. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah, like I, I did a uh, two two stints as this TSA agent, and like I, I'd like see movies, and I'd be like, wow, didn't get the call for that TSA agent. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. That's I gotta call my, my agent. Hey, call my agent. Hey, so watch Walter Mitty. <laughs> Didn't get that call. TSA everywhere in that film. <laughs> I mean, just worth a phone call. Hello. <laughs> Straight to producers, please. Okay. <laughs> I don't read for TSA. No. You know what I could do? It's on. It's on tape there. Just look at my many, my menagerie of TSA roles. Have you ever been the person that would wear a uniform to an audition? No. Oh no. No. Because like I just do stuff afterwards. I don't wanna yeah. Go to like Starbucks as a weird, wacky scientist. I don't even want to walk down the street with like when you get those like commercial auditions that are for Christmas. Yeah, all right. And they're like, bring a sweater and like, stuff. No. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I'll stuff something in my bag and put it on in the bathroom moments before I go in. Right. And even then feel like a dog covered in my own shit. Like, just like, it's so humiliating. So I'm like, yeah, I, I'm a grown I up. calls for things sometimes. Like, I, I, I don't like to turn things down because they just say not to, you know? Like, if, yeah. if your agent gets you in the room, go. Right. But there was one thing I turned down once where they're like, <laughs> it was like, a commercial audition it was like way across town in the middle of the day so it was gonna take like three hours to like get to like you know the far reaches of Burbank and back or whatever and it was like for a commercial for like surfer wear a wetsuit oh no and I was like guys I don't have a wetsuit I'm not gonna buy a wetsuit I don't surf I've never surfed I don't know how good I'd look in a wetsuit honestly I am the exact opposite of a surfer dude everybody in there is gonna be like looking like Kato Kalen or they're gonna be like all like you know like hey bro and they're gonna all be like fit and you're gonna look like a little baby in a onesie yeah I'm gonna be like you look so cute in a wetsuit I'm gonna be like the the chubby bearded glassed like surfer just like surfer's friend yeah yeah, is like, a, is have a, fun out there, guys. Is a commercial for like guy dragged on a surf vacation? <laughs> then maybe it's me. But if it's really like a surfer dude, like a, that's not me. I ain't gonna get that. Like, right? It's like, <laughs> I, 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 like I think my my body type is one where I'm like right in between. You know, like uh, fit guy and like fat schlub. And so, like, I always get, like, either or. And it's like, ah, this is, like, uh, sloppy fat guy. Must, like, <laughs> eat garbage all the time. Uh, good with comic timing. <laughs> it's like what some of those things say. And I go in there and I'm like, ah, well, 
I don't really fit this description. And then the other ones I, I get are like, you know, uh, fit to very fit. Uh, looks good in tight t-shirt. I'm like, well, you're wasting my time. I'll go in there and like everybody's an Adonis. And I'm like, well, this t-shirt is tight, but right. not on purpose. I'll get these things that are always like, it's mostly improv based things is what I get, yeah. end up getting called in yeah. for. Like, must be good with improv so they can write the spot for us. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'll get in there and like half the time it'll be like, It'll be like Zach Galifianakis type or Jonah Hill type, not fat. It's not, always like not fat, not, not like that type, but not fat. Because uh, <laughs> it's like for Wendy's or whatever. Right. They, they don't want you to be like, oh, I love your burgers. <laughs> I'm the person who actually eats your burgers. Right, exactly. But I always love that. Jonah Hill type, not fat, not fat, not fat. <laughs> Kills me. It's, yeah, the breakdowns yeah. are always hilarious too. And sometimes like you'll get these things that are like, it's like one line part in a commercial where you're, you're like, um, oh, I'll have a burger or like, Oh, two, please. Or it's like something really simple, yeah. right? And then you'll be like, it'll be like, please read the director's notes. Please read the notes. Improvisers preferred with serious comedy experience. Right. <laughs> but then I'll look at the notes, and it'll be like two pages, two pages or something from the director being like, this spot is like, it's got to be like really natural. And like, this is a guy who, like, and it'll give you like a backstory. Like, I'm literally just saying, yes, please. Like, really, do I need all of this context? Like, can you go into like the room sometimes, and like the guy will be giving you a description, and like he'll just be so, so like, all right, now, guys, come on in here. Come on in here. Uh, great. This is a windy spot. Now, your character is Dave. Now, Dave, Dave's had a rough day, all right? Uh, you know, he was driving here, and uh, his car broke down. He had to walk. Oh, typical Dave day. Uh, and then on the way, his, his phone, you know, you know that his phone rang. He answered it. It's his twin brother, Dave and uh, George. George, uh, apparently sleeping with his wife. So he comes up to the counter, and he orders a burger. Now, when he orders that burger, it's like... Burger, please. Now you got to have all that intensity behind it. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Burger, please. Okay. Wrong. See you. Bye. Bye. Right. No. What? So have... Think about all that, but like, keep really natural. Keep it keep small. Keep really natural. Yeah, exactly. Really small. Small. Oh. small. Or oh, less is more. When they have like a whole bag full of like props, they're like, okay, so uh, this is my dog's <laughs> toy, but this is going to be the burger in the spot. Please don't get your spit on it. Now you're gonna. <laughs> yeah. I had I went in once, and the person only had their dog toys <laughs> at like a reputable, like a good casting place for a commercial. Yeah. They're like, sorry, we don't have fake food, so just use my dog's stuff. Uh, don't get your spit on it. Yeah. Oh, so I'm pretending to chew your dog's bone at a Starbucks, and like you don't want my spit. Yeah, I've, I've gone to some commercial auditions where you walk in and it looks like a double dare course. Yeah. There's all the this sh- mark. Grab the flag. Grab the flag. Grab the flag. Right. Go through the tube. Grab the flag. Animal nose. <laughs> but like, I remember I auditioned for a tie-in Burger King tie-in commercial for when the last Indiana Jones came out. Oh yeah. And like the whole idea was like, you're like Indiana Jones, but you're working the grill. And so like, <laughs> the first station is like, you're trying like, it's like you're going for the idle but you're just picking up the tomatoes and you're putting it on the patty okay then like your spatula it's like your like your whip and you're trying to put the like so they had all these things stacked up to do and i was like good god like, like just, how is this gonna look good you know what i mean like, <laughs> like, i get what you're trying to accomplish I here in your mind i'm sure it's like a, a full cinematic masterpiece yeah. right but the tape be, that like, you're gonna be sending shot. is so embarrassing yeah. Like, oh, and it's like a, a voice scream at you to do things, and you're just, like, <laughs> kind of there. It's like, imagination. Imagine that I'm doing these things. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any, like, what was your audition process like for Veep? Did you get to improvise at all? So, yeah, that? I got to improvise a oh, lot, really? actually. Uh, so, like, uh, I got the, like, the materials, and, like, uh, the character Richard was, like, on there, and he was, like, just, a, like, a, a bumbling guy. Mm. But, like... Uh, I, it was very funny, but I, I went in to, to do the 
the uh, thing. So I did it like as it was on page for the first time, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that was fun, but whatever. And I got called back to the callback. Uh, and Armando was in there, and you oh, know, that's some so other cool. producers was like, uh, "All right, now just have fun with it." So I got to like, kind of like take the, the script and like kind of loosely play off of it, yeah. and just like breathe myself into it a little Did bit. Did you feel prepared to do that? Uh, yeah, because I, well, I came up through Second City, yeah, and stuff. And so like improv is like my go-to, mm-hmm. you know. I like, so I'm like, no, nah. uh, and and like it, it, what they they really aren't extremely precious about. The uh, the word on the page, that's awesome. which is nice. great, because yeah, they're like, great. well, you, you breathe what you are into it. Yeah. It's going to be more natural, you know. Uh, so I, I got to go in there and just like kind of like loosely play off of uh, you know whatever they would give me and like just like kind of like loosely on the Keep script, those beats, yeah. you know. And like the, the character is kind of easy to improvise because I think the thing is very similar to me, who because I'm like a, a, a dummy. Uh, <laughs> really, and like I'm always like nervous in some way. <laughs> uh, so like it was just like me getting to like fumble and, and, and like do the wrong thing a lot. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you're meeting. Yeah, okay. Well, no, nope, I'm sorry. I don't. Nah. So it was like uh, a whole lot of just like me yeah. st- stopping and starting and like uh, being incompetent. <laughs> which is like that's a dream audition to have. <laughs> yeah. Show up here and be uncomfortable and nervous. Uh, Done. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I'm gonna need Perfect. a second. No, I'm ready. Actually, I'm ready right now. <laughs> It's like it's such a unique show, and I yeah. remember seeing In the Loop and oh, yeah. really being impressed by it. And then uh, basically, it's In the Loop, the TV show, in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, so much so that they, he brought over Anna Klumski, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> um, but it's really funny and great, and, and like, what a shitty cast! Oh yeah, yeah such the, a shitty cast. Worst people. Uh, <laughs> Tony Hale, Matt Walsh, oh, yeah. uh, oh, just garbage. The worst. Ugh. Uh, but so good, and it's, it's like just a amazing. Because <laughs> like on paper, like a lot of like the post Seinfeld stuff that the people from those shows have gotten have like not been good, and they've yeah. tanked, and they've not worked well for their like personality types. Well, they and of course, to... it's so loaded too. Like any project they did took on the weight of Seinfeld. Of Seinfeld, exactly. exactly. So no like, what expectations were crazy. Yeah. The new Seinfeld, it's like ah, unfair. No, 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 no. Right. Yeah. Unfair. No, the show's about something. You guys, yeah. we can't even. Um, but, she, like, really, it's been perfect for Julia. She's been amazing on it. It's such a dream role for her in a yeah. lot of ways. That like She's so good. It's ridiculous. She's so good. She'll always be Elaine, but then she'll also be Selena now. I feel yeah. like that's, like, such a rare thing for an actor is to, like, have potentially multiple iconic roles for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's starting to shape up that way for her, which is pretty incredible. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, other... Uh, was gonna say like like you know like Ted Danson and Becker. Yeah, he's such a Becker. He's now. such a not now. You're He'll like Ted Danson. You mean Becker? Becker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she he's the she's the only one from Seinfeld to have that kind of turnaround. I mean, yeah. What's nobody else has an iconic character that's like come a, since a new like, yeah exactly they've a had person. good careers but exactly not a whole but you're new. always like identifying like, and Friends same thing like yeah. nobody has. A totally new like it's always gonna be Rachel it's always gonna be mm-hmm. yeah I mean Tony you know he's Buster but I feel like on this show like people love him on that too and he's yeah. winning a lot of well and Buster's still not at the level of like a Seinfeld or something it's yeah. like so like right. uh, niche beloved yeah you know and and like with yeah. like <clears throat> like Buster like well with Seinfeld you know you had your, your four Core. Yeah. So you'd like focus like yeah. You yeah. know, you see there's four like, with uh Arrest Development. There's so many so characters and so many like interweaving like plots yeah. and stories. Yeah. Totally. That you know like you, you 
you know, uh, you appreciate the idea, the characters of like Buster or you know Michael of these, but like it's all about like the whole mix yeah. of them, which it is for Seinfeld, or it was for Seinfeld as well. But you could really like you just feel like you knew you them knew Seinfeld. them yeah. on Seinfeld, yeah, you know. So awesome. I mean, what? Yeah, that cast is. It's uh, pretty ridiculous, yeah. and it mostly films in Baltimore, it correct? Is, it films in Baltimore, which is such a weird thing. Like, yeah. I don't. I mean, that's where the wire was shot. Exactly. <laughs> there's so many like guys who like the, like the teamsters and things like worked on the wire. So many oh, people really? worked on the wire. So like, they're like, oh, Idris, oh, he's great. Oh, oh my took, He drove down by the water, and he would just, oh, he's a handsome guy. Uh. You know, he's talking to ladies, Idris. <laughs> like they, <laughs> there's like so many stories, and like, and like, uh, like sometimes you try and like, uh, like tell a story to be like ah no no no. But anyway, let me tell you more stories about the wire. <laughs> I'm like that's fine actually. Why I'm why am I trying to talk? Like yeah. this Keep is going. Keep right. history. That's I gotta so wonder fun. like for people that are Baltimore residents, like what they think of the wire because it does not right. paint Baltimore in the best light. It doesn't it at really all. Doesn't. Uh, well, I mean, I'm from Detroit. So yeah, like, I'm from Okemos, so I'm from see. Michigan originally too. <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, you know, you're used to not I'm having used to, like, the not best seeing public your... perception. <laughs> yeah, uh, Detroit has a RoboCop statue now. You know, so coming yeah. up in the world, honey. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> right, like, uh, but you know, you, you're used to the idea of like uh, places like focusing on that. Yeah. Mm. Well, they did like when. Okay, so in this is a very quick sports anecdote. Very uh, quick. Very I quick. Wish I hadn't been a <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but all right. So a couple weeks ago at the trade deadline, the Detroit Tigers acquired David Price, who was a, the massively popular pitcher. He's one of the best in the league from Tampa Bay, right? Mm-hmm. So the Tampa Bay team on their Twitter feed posted, posted this thing that was that said like, "Cheer up, uh, Tampa Bay," and then the photo was like. Detroit, Tampa, and it showed like a picture of like a burnt down building or whatever uh-huh. for Detroit, and then for Tampa it showed like the beaches or whatever. Yeah. What? Yeah. So that was like really tasteless. But then Detroit, the Detroit affiliate <laughs> fucking nailed it yeah. and wrote back like yeah, and then and it says like Detroit, Tampa, and it shows the Detroit stadium full because it's always full to brim, and the Tampa thing which is always empty, uh-huh. nobody understands. Congratulations, which well played. Which is such a good yeah. comeback, yes. and then and then Tampa responded with the thing that showed Ron Burgundy being like, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it was like the best response. That's, I mean, it was it's a so, solid snapback. It was oh. so good. Yeah. It was so good. I didn't see it ending like that. I love it. Yeah. It was such oh, like... Yeah. People touche. should always just have a snappy comeback instead you know, of some sassy meltdown. Yeah, because it's good. I can never. Exactly. That's why I do prefer like to text over at a phone call because you yeah. can really mull over like... Exactly. Give good reactions. You know, <laughs> find the perfect gif. Yes. There you go. Oh, shit. <laughs> makes me crazy. <laughs> Why? Because it's a G. It's oh, a G. GIF. GIF. But it's but the, I say but the GIFF is a... Uh, peanut butter. It's peanut butter. It's pe- yes. Right. Isn't there like a, a, uh, an image uh, oh, yes. file that is GIF? Yeah. It's, it's oh, TIFF. Uh, and TIFF. TIFF. TIFF, yeah. Never mind. I like how it's teeth? peanut butter. I mean, TIFF. 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 Yeah, that thing makes me crazy. I guess the inventor of the GIF or GIF says it's pronounced GIF. Is he really? Well, then he doesn't know how to spell. Right. Welcome to Like a giraffe. It's a giraffe. Well, what's her face, though? Gillian. Like, there's people that do it. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. Like, but names are different. Like, I feel oh. like you can assign whatever pronunciation you want because well, it's no, a name. Just getting crazy. <laughs> Sorry, I checked out. No, that's fine. 
I got upset about the pronunciation. <laughs> I think we can say all things like we want to. Yeah, however we however we wanna want to. All right, <laughs> all right, Pain Jezza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think we do need rules. All right, let's do first. Great. We do a different first every podcast. A different first from life. Uh, I didn't actually run these by you, so maybe the first one we'll see what you do. Yeah, with I like it. that one. All right, cool. Uh, what was the first action figure you can remember buying? Uh, huh. The first action figure I can remember buying was. Uh, like a multi-jointed Spider-Man Ooh, action figure. Nice. Because, like, he was completely posable. Uh, that, that was from, like, the... That's, that's where I was, like... I showed up at the the uh, store and I was like, this is the one I want. Oh, you, you know? had it in mind. And I had it in mind. I had a bunch of other action figures. I, I, I'm sure, but, like, they were all gifts. But, like, the one that I wanted was a Spider-Man because he could do, you know... Uh, so, all of a sudden, every, like, like... Uh, game I would play with my action figures would just become the Spider-Man show and he'd like, <laughs> just do a bunch of flips and like poses while like you know He-Man is just like standing like stuck in his little body and like right you know, all the G.I. Joe's were, like, yeah, he, had, he had some waist action you he had some waist action like just like twist yeah, swivel swivel, swivel swivel like oh, he was a chubby checker of action figures <laughs> <laughs> like a twist that's about it that's about it yeah yeah, but I Spider-Man. love that. Spiderman. Nice. Yeah, Spiderman. I, uh, big I do call him Spiderman, by the way. I call him Spiderman and Bateman. <laughs> I call Sp- Spiderman Sue Perlman. I, I call Sue Perlman. Sue Perlman. Sue I had a dog named Mr. Spiderman, but we all called him Herr Spiderman. Herr Spiderman. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cute. Super um, What was yours, V? I didn't ever have any action figures, but I feel like... Because you're a girl. See, yeah. Gender shit. <laughs> no, I could have been into that. I just... Wasn't I never really had that many? I was my sister's older than me. I mostly just had hand-me-down toys. Like, uh-huh. and my parents weren't very big into toy shopping, so I never got a lot of like the stuff that people had. Like, we didn't go to Toys R Us. I'd never been to one until I was like fifteen, and I Ooh. thought it was going to be like out of big. Like, I thought oh, it was yeah. an FAO Schwartz situation. I was so <laughs> depressed. It's like no. it was like Walmart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is not Dirty that cool. <laughs> it smells bad. Everyone like kids are crying. Um, <laughs> But I, the first time I had what I think is akin to the action figure want and receive was the Pizza Hut Land Before Time hand puppets. Oh, yes. I oh, got God. real into that. I was so excited about them. Yeah. And it was around the same time that my school was like doing a book it thing with Pizza Hut. Uh-huh. It was like, you oh, get yeah. enough, you can get... And you get some free pizza. Oh, so yeah, that was that was big for me. Like, I wanted Ducky so bad. I had Sarah. I had the whole... Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, my gosh. Oh, such a... Yeah. I love those movies. So that was mine, and I loved them. And I can still... You know those toys you have sense memories of that are so strong? Mm-hmm. Like, even yep. as I'm talking about it, I can smell that rubber inside. Well, and why don't you get them? I'm sure you can just go on eBay. I bet eBay's they're on there. Them. But then it's what am thing. I going to do with them? Like, you get those things. Because you, you get them and you have, like, an amazing five minutes with them. Exactly. And then you and put them like, on a shelf. And then other people come over and they go, oh, my God, are those Land Before Time hand puppets? I need to get some shelves. And then your significant other's like, stop buying all this crap. <laughs> and see, then you keep doing I see it. it play out very quickly like that in my head. Like, I would love opening the box, smelling it, and then being like, oh, now, what do we do? Now, what do we do with it? Hey, guys, what do we do? That's like, but if you can do it in moderation, like, right. those moments yeah. are so great still to, like, yeah. when you go through the sense of memory things of, you know, when you grew up, like... And now with Oliver, too, I would love to have him have some of the toys that were nostalgic to me. I think that would be really There fun. you go. So you yeah. can right. get those hand puppets and have him play oh with them. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I'm going to do it wrong. I mean, yeah, I you should do it. Like, oh, this little touchstones. You yeah. Know? So yeah. You can just go to them and just, like... Hey, you know, baby. go back in time a little Remember bit. when I was young and pure? <laughs> remember? Remember? <laughs> please remember. Yes, yes. No, no, no. Please. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. What about you, Carl? I think 
mine. Uh, I had a lot of Star Wars figures. Oh, I think yeah. the one I remember buying first, like personally, was a Lando Calrissian oh, yes. with the vinyl cape that barely stayed on <laughs> and almost always opened halfway and would fall off and you'd lose it. Um, but I do remember all those. And I remember when I would play Star Wars with my friends, I had the Millennium Falcon, which is like one of the more expensive I mean, things, and yeah. it was badass. And we would like pick, we would put all the figures out and we would just pick. So, like, because we would battle or whatever and be like, all right, I get Han Solo, I get whatever. Uh-huh. Like, and you'd always choose them. But my, my little go to move is I'd always take Yoda, who was like tiny, right? Uh-huh. And I'd always hide him in the battery compartment in the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and then people would forget about him. And then at some point I'd be like, oh, I used the force and your dude, he's dead. What? Who? Where? <laughs> and Yoda, bloop, pull him out of the battery park. You that little is a scoundrel. Cheat. That yeah. Is a cheat. You little it's cheat. I think it's called strategy. That is strategy. It's yeah. what Yoda would do. That's right. Man, when me thinks I did. <laughs> <laughs> Jump to me, dude. <laughs> All right, let's do my question set. I'm excited. Uh, so one of the things that you put when we asked you about stuff you like is that you oh, know yeah. like every TV theme song. I do. Uh, this is going to go very easy for you because I think it's actually not that hard. But there you go. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, 10 TV theme songs. You just tell me what show it's from. Okay. Vanessa, I think you can the first sing one is too. hard. Do you? I don't okay. think so. Uh, but well, that maybe it'll be the bar but setter. Just to look at lyrics with no tune. Well, I'm going to sing them. Oh, I'm not going to okay. say that. I thought you lyrics. were just going to speak the lyrics. No, that'd be really hard. It would. Because most be. of the time you don't know what these we'll lyrics are. We'll try it right. right now. Because this one, I tried. That's how I tried to By play just it. saying the lyrics? Yeah, and see what happens. Okay. All right, I'll just say them. All right. And then it sounds we'll... creepy if you just say these. Perfect. Streaks on the China. Uh, Mr. Belvedere. Yep. <gasps> see, this would be easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Streaks on the China. No matter before. Who cared? When you drop, kick a jacket. As it came from dawn, no one glared. But sometimes things get turned around and no one spared. All hands look out below. There's a change in the status quo. Gonna need all the help that we can get. According to our new arrival, life is more than mere survival. And you just might live the good life yet. Yeah, this is gonna be no problem. I just had the most fun I've had in so long. I have no problem. We're just gonna probably end up singing all these. But start it with the talking because I do think it's more impressive. All right, you'll know if you knew that from Streaks in the China, (laughs) he's gonna be fine. All right, and you can help out with these two, Vanessa, if you want to sing along to some of these. I bet we've been together for a million years. Yep. (laughs) Wait, keep saying it. Uh, A poem. Oh, uh, and I'm sure we'll be together for a million more. Oh, it's like I started breathing <laughs> on the night we kissed. This is so creepy. Don't they sound so it's, creepy? Yeah, you, it's true. These are. I can't remember what I ever did before. What would we, we do, do baby, baby, without, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing. We can't love each other. <laughs> what would we do, baby, without us? Sha la la la. That, of course, is family, family ties. ties. You're so good at this. Yeah, it's, it's my, I mean... It's going to be more fun if we sing these for everybody involved, I think. <laughs> uh, number three. <laughs> Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe in myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could be so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. I'm not that, of course, here. is, that is uh, the 
uh, greatest. Whoa, Jesus. Ah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I, well, I can't think of the, the greatest hero. Why can't the word, the name of the show? It's I, the best country. The best country. The greatest hero. Jesus Christ. Greatest My, American. The greatest American hero. Yeah. I, oh, I, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't really mean we were the best country when I said No, we are show. the best country. My, br- my brain had a real fart just there. It's all right. Word yeah, really so. It's obvious. Yeah, know what you're doing, hand up. Yeah, people I are guess probably listening one. to this either having a great old time or, like, or just oh like, oh, Jesus, this is the, is the fast ever. forward section. Uh, guys, there's 10 of these. This is number four. Uh, so give it about six minutes or yep. so. <laughs> uh, number four. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You want to blow and see the troubles all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. Boom. That, of course, is Shasta McNasty. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. It just filmed in front of a live studio audience. Uh, I remember when things had theme songs? I mean, yeah. That's a uh, bygone era. Mm-hmm. It really is. All right, number five. <laughs> Whatever happens to predictability. The milkman, the paperboy, needing TV. You wish your old familiar friends were waiting just around the bend. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a heart, a hand to hold on to. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a face, there's a face of somebody who needs you. Everywhere you look, oh yeah, you're lost out there and you're all alone. A light is waiting to carry you home. Everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. This is my life. Full house, everybody. Full house. Let us live there. This might be my favorite one. I don't know why. Sometimes the world looks perfect. It's my favorite, too. Nothing to rearrange. Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change. No matter what the odds are this time, nothing's gonna stand in my way. The frame in my heart, like a long lost friend, is every dark street and light at the end. Standing tall on the wings of my dream, rise and fall on the wings of my dreams. The rain and thunder, the wind and haze, I'm bound for better days. It's my life and my dream And nothing's gonna stop me now I'm telling you, if you could see oh, me, I am singing these God. things so hard. And you're so happy. I am so happy. That's why we do this show, everybody. When I moved to Chicago, I would listen to this thing on my iPod. I would listen to that song on my iPod and like walk around the city. Uh. <laughs> just trying not to sing the words out loud. Awesome. Perfect strangers, everybody. Perfect strangers. Uh, all right, number seven. Thank you for being a friend. Dun, 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 dun. Travel down the road and back again. Dun, dun, dun. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Dun, 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 dun. And if you threw a party, 
He invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. Do, 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 do. That's Golden. a sweet one. Golden. Yeah. Golden girls. As golden as they come. As in solid gold. Yep. Number eight. Show me that smile. Oh, show me that smile. Don't, Don't waste another minute on your crying. We're nowhere near. We're nowhere near. The best is ready to begin. Ah, as long as we got each other, we got the world spinning right in our hands, baby. You and me, we gotta be the luckiest dreamers who never quit dreaming. As long as we keep on giving, we can take anything that comes our way. Baby, rain or shine, all the time, we got each other. Sharing the laughter and love. Sharing the laughter and love. Ah, growing pains. Growing pains. I love that show. I love it. That's my second favorite thing. Yep. All right, number nine. This is a bit of a trick. This is my example of a theme song from nowadays. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot to it. Here we go. That's literally all there is to it. That's that's rest from now. It's a show that was on for eight or nine seasons. And this is this is this is a current show. It just ended last season, I wanna say. It's narrated. It's narrated by a comedian who uh, was on on one of the shows that we did the theme song for earlier. Oh yeah, um, where the younger version of himself is on the show, so he's narrating it. Uh, it's a mystery cast of, comedy. Cast of oh. yeah, sort of. There's the thing they're trying to figure out. <laughs> it's a story he's telling for ten seasons. Story he's telling for ten seasons. Oh no. Oh, okay, let's let's go through my brain one more time. Give me that sound one more time. Uh, it starts with a little bit of like a uke going like ding 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 Sadly, I'm stumped. It is How I Met Your Mother. Oh, my goodness. From CBS. Yeah. But that is about as much of a theme song that you will get nowadays. Yeah, yeah, nowadays, that's it. Um, Number number 10. All right, number 10, 10, we're going, we're harkening back a bit. Okay. Here we go. Some walk by night. Some walk by day. (laughs) Nothing could change you. Set and show. Of the way there is the sun and moon facing their own sweet tune. Watch them when dawn is due, sharing one space. We walk by night, we'll fly by day. This will get away now. Moonlighting straight. <laughs> 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 On the way, who just met on the way. <laughs> that would be Aldro's theme song to Moonlighting. Moonlighting. That was beautiful. Thank that's, you. That's, Thank you very uh, much. I just wanted to hear you sing it. You've got a real Thanks. gift, buddy. Thank you. It's a 
It's, it's saved many lives. There you go. <laughs> Much like, what was your other superpower? Other superpower is uh, to burp on command. Oh, yeah, burping. You yeah. know, not nice. on command, but just to burp a lot. Just burping. So, you know, just inconvenient burping. Right. So, it's to our listeners, uh, I, you're welcome or we apologize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you sang right around, just... sang along, and has had yeah. a good time. Exactly. Uh, here's yep. my question. Are you ready for this? Very different. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? I've never met an Olsen twin. Would it was my... I would love to. Oh, my gosh. Which oh. one, if you had to pick? Maybe uh, Ashley. Really? Yeah. Why? Just easier to say. Yeah. I wouldn't make Mary the... Mary Kate's a handful. Because I, I feel like if I... Because like, hey, Mary, she'd probably get yeah, upset. Yeah, you're done, buddy. You're done. But I'd say Ash, and she'd be like, hey, all right, cool. Hey, let's Vanessa, hang. don't hate me, but I think I would choose Elizabeth. Well, she ain't one of the twins. <laughs> That's not... I know, but like she's pretty badass. She's pretty badass. Yes, she's but she's like a person. Witch. Like I feel like we should <laughs> right. right, she is like a person. Like, you know what I mean? She's like a person. Meet that person. Yeah, those twins. That's like, magical yeah. beings. That's yeah, like exactly. gonna happen when the moon is full and there's glitter on the streets and blood in the yeah, gutters. Exactly. It's like the the twin uh, like little fairy things in Godzilla. The ones that were like Mothra's. Oh, Mothra's uh, little yeah. heralds. <laughs> like that's a special thing. See? That's out of the ordinary. And, and and twins. Remember those commercials? <laughs> um, okay. Would, now, you've angered a wizard. Okay. And he's giving you a choice between two punishments. Okay. You have to pick one. Yeah. Either you have become a real TSA agent for 10 years okay. and you have to put your performing career on hold. Which, okay. Best or, in the world, so I see. you don't mind that? I mean... I would be performing as a TSA agent. Oh, right. Well, look at but your attitude. It's the best. So, like, after every single one, you're like, and scene. And scene. Uh, thank you. Come through, sir. I tried something new with that. I don't know. So long. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, everyone. Ooh, this is your ID. I don't think so. I want to chat out. And just become, like, super. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time, just try something different. Exactly. Yeah. Just boom. There you go. The flip side of this coin is, or you're never allowed to travel by air again. And you can only drive within a three hour radius. My heavens, wizard. I know this wizard thinks of everything. You, you've tried to damn you me. You must choose wisely. <laughs> Your so. carbon footprint shall be reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I mean, <laughs> I'd do that. I, I, I would not travel by plane. I, I would, yeah. I, you know, just like get a healthy jog in there. Yeah, a nice cross-continental <laughs> jog. Yeah, exactly. I can't travel by plane, but I can get a kick-ass motorcycle, right? That's right. Or a car. I guess a car would but work. But you can but only three go within hour, three hours. By car. Yeah. Or I can't travel anywhere within three hours. Can I go by motorcycle? Well, I didn't. The wizard didn't think to write that loophole down. No. See, no, I still think you're cheating. But I'm cheating, but hey, sorry, lost wizard. Lost my respect. Damn you, Sam Richardson! Once again, I've bested you, wizard. Oh, and I got Yoda much. in my back pocket, bitch. <laughs> I saw there was there was a guy dressed as uh, Gandalf at Comic Con. And like when I walked by up to him, like cheesy jokes. Like, excuse me, uh, can I pass? And I was like, oh. uh, and he was like, yeah, sure, bud. I was like, ah, oh, man, you missed it. Uh-huh. I couldn't have... <laughs> hey, excuse me, Gandalf, can I pass? Yeah, uh-huh, go ahead, bud. Sure thing. Excuse me, no. sure thing. Ooh, am I in your way? Don't wear that costume if you're not ready to play. You gotta play along, bud. You got uh-huh. to, yep. buddy. You just disappointed a buddy, lot of nerves. A lot of okay? work oh, winning that costume, I'm sure. Or he's maybe like, he was just oh, a real guy. And then people assumed that he oh, was a wizard. Oh, yeah. You can be right. like, these are my clothes. What are you Which, talking about, man? Speaking of Concon, that is where we met. Yeah, is really. Where we met. Uh, yeah. Mutual, oh, mutual improv you? friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually met at the Nerd HQ party, which uh, is at Petco Park, which is a big baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zach Levi puts it on every year, and it's pretty ridiculous. It's, uh, not so. It's not so. Yeah. Over there. It was, and, like, it was, it was so cool, like, be in Petco uh, Park. 
but like having be like designated to like a nerd party. Like I'm sure like so many like yeah. jocks are like, no, <laughs> I feel residual nerd energy here. Yeah, ah, I want to hit something. Shake it off. Ah. And that party was it's just insane. The guest list of people that are oh, in there, just like it's ridiculous. Nuts. And it's like, oh, there's Nathan Fillion, there's Matt Smith, there's uh, Karen Gillan, there's the cast of Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh-huh. the, yeah, the. Friggin' hound was the walking hound around. Hound was walking around. Rory, whatever they, the big dude. Yeah, know, he's huge. He's huge, huge. in real life. He's, oh, I love he that. Is huge. He's massive. You're like, oh, there's the hound. No big like, deal. You can see him like holding a claymore as like a regular one hand sword. Yeah, you know, he's massive. He's a massive, massive man. And he was mm-hmm. taking photos of people that wanted him. Yeah, and he was yeah, yeah, cool dude. I love cool that dude. quote. He could hold a claymore like a regular sword. Regular like- sword. All you sword enthusiasts out there, you know the <laughs> size difference between a claymore and a regular sword. <laughs> As you. the sword enthusiasts say, it's a regular reg- sword. You know, a regular sword. <laughs> right. And the Lady of the Lake gave me a regular sword, <laughs> and I became king of England, king <laughs> of the Britons. <laughs> um, and okay. I'm sorry for the name dropping. You should no. name drop Bobby De Niro told me that. <laughs> gross, gross. No, it was only because it was so surreal. Just no, yeah, awesome. was sure. Walking around, it was like, what the? Yeah, it was nuts. Okay, <laughs> would you rather, and you get to pick which, not, you all, You have a lot of choices here. Okay. You can either become your favorite vintage cartoon character. My heavens. And you can, like, live in that world for as long as you wish, and okay. you get to pick any cartoon character, or you can have one as a personal pet and basement baby. Wait. Like, you get to have, like, that cartoon, that cartoon. that kind of comes to life and lives okay. in your house. okay. Well, I mean, if I could be Popeye, I would. Really? Yeah, I. Man, the things he could do, like in the not not like like the Fleischer Brothers Popeye, where yeah. it was like before uh, Paramount like took over and like he's like it, Pop like before like in the Fleischer Brothers Popeye would be like, oh, this a bar fight happened. I'm gonna go fight these other guys in this bar. Yeah. But then Paramount took over and it's like, oh, Popeye's having a hard time building the deck. <laughs> you know? Right. But like the Fleischer Brothers ones, like they would do such funny things. Like there's a, a thing where Popeye's like fighting this bull and like so he takes a spinach and the bull's running at him and he says, wham! And he uppercuts the, the, the bull and the tree and it comes down as like a meat market. And I, oh, to this day, I laugh my, my brains gosh. out at that idea. Like, he, his destructive power was creative, <laughs> you know? Nice. And it was well orchestrated. It was well like, orchestrated. He was a businessman. He was a businessman. He's like, boom, <laughs> uh, commerce. Business. <laughs> Wham. I'm a small business owner. <laughs> so if so I could I, do that. I think it might be hard nowadays that, like, women would be like, what's wrong with your arms? Like, <laughs> well, but the good thing right, is you right, could exactly. wear, no, you couldn't wear so short sleeve shirts because how would you get them on? Well, you just don't need right. the spinach first. Yeah, exactly. Put your short sleeve shirt on, and then it's not going to get all ripped up you have your spinach exactly you just gotta you just really just gotta wear sleeveless tees like yeah he's, he's the only one who I think it is completely valid like Popeye you pop, toss a sleeveless tee on yeah cause like, your arms aren't gonna fit through the right. sleeves it's fine wear a v-neck you're fine you're well, fine. I mean it would be pretty cool to have either Orko or Snarf as pets Snarf. I mean it would it would Snarf? be cool at first but then you'd be like oh, shut up yeah, stop saying Snarf I can't go to my basement without hearing the word Snarf all the fucking time <laughs> I would have a bathtub full of snorks oh man yeah, that come along, really snorks. We're in a drought. <laughs> drought shaming me for that. Yeah, uh, someone wants snorks. If you could live underwater, where would you go? If you could be underwater, who would you know? Is this the Doctor Seuss? No, that's the uh, snorks. The snorks. Is it? <laughs> you know, they were called like the snorkels at Wait, first. What was, the, or, snor- yeah, what was like, the sound of that? Seems come song. along with the snorks. Come along with the snorks. So much to see living under the sea. Come along with us, Norks. Oh my That's gosh. not the exact words. 
Uh, that's the gist. That's the gist. That's the gist. Well, this leads well into my next question. Right. You need to write a theme song for Nathan for you. Write, write a theme song for Nathan for you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Business acumen is something that he's in. He makes your business better. He's Nathan for you. Wow. There you go. See? That's just... You can use that name. You'd already... I, I, I was writing this for years. You've been working on that. <laughs> I was like, I wrote a theme song for it too. Oh yeah. Nathan for you. Oh, there it is. There it is. I thought it sounded familiar, but really good. Really good. I'm an artiste. And now the sandwich artiste. Sandwich artiste. Would you rather have an arc on Luther, and it can be whatever you want, or? A one episode, but a spectacular de- death scene on Game of Thrones. I would want to have a small arc on Luther as his like younger brother, Greg Luther. <laughs> hey, Greg, <laughs> well, you got to work now. All right, I guess I'll stay here. Just watch your TVs. All right, I'm still living with. Cause I'd, li- I'd be his brother who like lives with him because like love he it. can't like find work. Yeah. Look, Greg, I'm dealing with a serial killer with a duck face. John, I know, man. <laughs> Where's the vinegar? Where's it? Yeah, John, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm going to whip up some some food for us. Unless you have no food in the apartment. There's this whole depressed cop thing. Just you know, man, get over it, right? John, 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 is it all right? I'll order cable. You don't have any cable, John. <laughs> Just kind of boring in here, isn't it? John. That would actually be a really great addition. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Just try and like. Ease my way into every show is like an annoying, <laughs> just a sort of bumbling kind of. Bumbling kind yeah. of. <laughs> oh, does that show have a couch in it? Because I could sit I could on that. Sit on it. Boom. That's my thing. <laughs> John Luther. I'm a police officer. It's my favorite. I love that show so it's much. It's so good. And like that theme, that opening theme, makes you like, oh, he could be James Bond. He can be whoever he, he wants. Can be whoever he wants. Like if he wasn't already Heimdall, he would be the greatest Black Panther. Oh! Yeah. Could you imagine though if he did play Bond, uh, everyone would lose their fucking mind. Be like, because they had a hard time with a blonde Bond. Yeah, then right. Craig, people are like, no, like, no, not this is blonde like- hair. No, I protest. <laughs> what I is don't wrong protest. with this? And like this, yeah, what's wrong with people now? Uh, Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. That's its own. He's got uh, April O'Neil as a just straight up brunette. Yeah, that is an iconic hair. Yeah, she needs and it's to be a drawing. It's a like, drawing. It's like be that you're yeah, trying exactly. to be that. You know why? It's like oh, wait, that's ridiculous. We can't. It's now, not we can like have an four anthropomorphic turtles. Like, yeah, it's not like if you did another Scooby Doo live thing. You're like, guys, we're gonna reimagine the Scooby Gang. Velma's <laughs> right. not gonna wear an orange sweater and glasses and have a bob. <laughs> right. She's gonna you be know? a high powered lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> Who like kind of like phones in a mystery every Super now and then. skinny, sexy, 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 sexy. <laughs> exactly. No. She wears juicy shorts. <laughs> and her name is Rachel. <laughs> but she's classic Velma. She's still scratching she's still the Still all itch. the things. Like, she's still scratching. She's not going to say jinkies anymore. She's going to say, I'm so drunk. I'm so drunk. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, well, you did it. We made it all the way through. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so guys, watch Veep next season. Yes, please. Um, We'd love to see your face all over it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And everyone else too. You've got a lovely face. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And then an alternate, if we if we have that news isn't out, you know, just get out there, support your local yeah. comic book shops, right? right. And just you know, take watch, a walk today. Take a walk. <laughs> watch TV. Anything you want. <laughs> 
I hope it's that ending, kind of, because that's a funnier ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> find, find the Flintstones. Uh, watch some great Gizzy episodes. I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, you were on Twitter. I am on Twitter. Sam uh, Richardson 9. That's right. Why not? Sam Richardson 1 through 8 were taken. Really? Yeah. So I mean, sorry about it. And like the, the thing is, like Sam Richardson is like a dead account. So I'm like, come on. Just let me have it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Just let me have it. Well, that's like when I chose Boner Dudes 42. <laughs> I couldn't believe there was 41 previous Boner Dudes. But well, I mean, the world but that also lets dudes. you know how good it is. Yeah, exactly. you gotta such keep a good it. handle. You it's a great handle. Because you're on to something. It's so you. good. So good. Uh, yeah, we are on Twitter as well. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ratland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Sam. Thanks Yay. for having me. Guys. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.